there's an aspect of our experience that I'd like to mention this morning. I spoke about it uh, in one of the, at least one of the groups yesterday. But it bears repeating and uh, it has very direct application in our practice with what we find often find difficult. If we look at our experience and the times that we that we have difficulty, that there is difficulty in being with some aspect of our experience, it's often because there's an unpleasant feeling tone to it. It doesn't feel good. You know, it's interesting how challenging, sometimes really difficult it can be to just be with this body and this mind, this heart, mind and the heart together there, mental life of emotion and thought, the bodily life. It's not like we're going out of our way to torture ourselves, you know, it's just, it's just life. We're sitting more than we usually do, perhaps, but we're not creating, we're trying to be pretty comfortable. We're not creating especially difficult conditions. And yet often it's not easy. So often we find it's not easy. The instructions are not complicated. Whatever you're doing, pay attention. When you're sitting, just sit there. Know that you're sitting. Pay attention to the experience of the body and the mind. But it's not always easy. We look just at the the experience of the body. We may not always think about it this way, but these bodies, they're just not that comfortable as places to live, right? I mean, they're okay, but if you think of just in normal everyday time when you're sitting around in your chair, if you, if you pay attention, you'll notice that every once in a while there's a little shift, shift of posture, and then you're okay, and then a few minutes later you'll be shifting again, crossing, uncrossing the legs, shifting the weight. A lot of that goes unnoticed, it's unconscious. But what's, if we pay attention, what's motivating that is there's discomfort. And the shifting is alleviating that discomfort. Now some of us may have a body right now. I have this cold that's, I think, on the way out, but it's hanging in there. So there's an extra level of of bodily discomfort, and some of us struggle with our health, and we we may have uh, you know greater levels of discomfort, physical discomfort, than 
than one would usually have because of the body's uh, struggles. But they just, you know, no matter how we set up our sitting situation, our cushion or in the chair, we get it perfect, right? We sit down, it's propped here or there, it's wrapped in its blanket, it's, we set it up, ah, okay, now I got it. How long does that, now I got it, how long does that last? You know, and no matter how comfy we are starting out, if we sit for long enough, and it's usually not that long, there's some discomfort in the, in the body there. And then there's the whole realm of the mind, and the emotional life, and what we find difficult there. this unpleasant feeling tone that may arise can arise in relation to mental experience as well. So there's this realm of what is called in uh, Pali Vedana or Vedana. Usually V's are pronounced as W's in Pali. But for some reason Vedana is usually gets a V sound most people. don't have to remember that. It's usually translated, we, we often say feeling tone because we use the word feeling a lot to refer to our emotional feelings. So it's a tone, a feeling tone of either pleasant, unpleasant, or neither one of those. Sometimes we'll, I'll use the word, I may use the word neutral. It's not technically quite accurate. The actual description of this is neither pleasant nor unpleasant. Usually, if it's in that range, our experience of it is more kind of towards the pleasant because unpleasant is so clearly not pleasant. <laughs> so neutral kind of is, falls, it shades a bit more towards pleasant because it doesn't hurt. So this is actually, this realm of experience of pleasant, unpleasant, and neutral is the, is the second foundation of mindfulness in the Buddha's uh, main teaching on the meditation instructions. It's, it, there's a whole category that he breaks down. I'll probably talk about this in different ways over, uh, over this week. But the Buddha basically in one teaching, breaks down the entirety of what we can experience in, in our life, in the mind and the body, into... Am I doing that? I don't think so. Maybe a low battery. Low battery on this. Try standing it up. Um, breaks down everything, the whole entirety of what we can experience in the body-mind into four spheres of, uh, of attention. Uh, sometimes one teacher calls them frames of reference, ways that we can look at our experience. And so one of these categories is this realm of feeling tone, of Vedana, Vedana Nupassana, mindfulness of feeling tone. 
And the understanding in that is that with every contact at one of the senses, in every moment of experience, where there's contact in the body, in the mind, that that contact has a feeling tone of either pleasant, unpleasant, or neither of those. Now sometimes this is obvious. If there's a strong, painful sensation in the body, that unpleasant feeling tone is quite obvious there. If we go outside on a, on a cold day like this and we find a warm corner in the sun out of the breeze, there's a very pleasant feeling to that. Or the smell of cooking food, that could go either, that always can go either way. We tend to assign that feeling tone, say that it's an inherent aspect of the object, <laughs> but actually it's a mental arising and it's not always the same. I might experience uh, the smell of the cooking food as very pleasant, and for one of you, you might, the same smell may, may be an unpleasant smell, for example, or something that we might experience on one occasion as pleasant on another occasion might be experienced as unpleasant or could shift. I gave an example yesterday if we're eating a chocolate brownie. Oh, yeah, pleasant. But after our 10th or 15th chocolate brownie, that might, the same experience might be experienced as unpleasant. <laughs> it's not an inherent quality of, of an object or of an experience or of a thing. It arises in the mind out of the, in the moment there, depending on the conditions that come to bear. So this feeling tone is, it can be very useful to turn our attention towards this. And we can see in our lives, in the world, how much of what moves us has to do with moving towards the pleasant and away from the unpleasant and with that which doesn't have either of those qualities the more neutral we tend it tends to be disregarded not noticed it tends to condition so they tend to condition grasping clinging with pleasant aversion not wanting with unpleasant and delusion not knowing with that which is in the in the more neutral realm of feeling. And so much of the time our lives are the, is this movement towards the pleasant away from the unpleasant, not noticing in between. We can see this conditioning. It's very natural, normal. It's nothing wrong or weird, <laughs> right? Unpleasant, nobody wants to feel pain whether it's physical or mental. Pleasant? Yes, good. Usually it's, we want that. There's nothing wrong with having pleasant experiences. That's not the, the point is, is not that we need to somehow avoid a pleasant because somehow it's going to condition grasping, clinging, or something, and, and we're told that's something to be, you know, in Buddhism we get, can get the idea, oh, be careful of pleasant experience. It'll get you somehow, you know, or 
It's just going to make you condition wanting in the mind. That's that's not a given, and that's not the point. There. So these are natural responses. They make sense, and in many ways they have to do with just you know basic survival functioning things. You know, a lot of that is is um, is on that level. There's a, this is somewhat related. Someone was telling me once mentioned the fact that we're kind of hardwired to be on the lookout for what's, what's not good or what's wrong or what's unpleasant or what's a problem in, in the world because those are the things that will get you, right? And if it's, you know, we're, we're hardwired to be on the lookout for dangers and problems and because, you know, if it's a tiger, it'll eat you. And it goes back to some very primal kinds of stuff where we're, we're more on the lookout for what's problematic or difficult or because the good stuff isn't going to work you over or kill you or have you for lunch, necessarily. And so this has some, there's some relationship to this. We tend to often maybe be a little more uh, aware of uh, the unpleasant feelings of things because because there's some correlation to just basic bodily survival in life in that. So that's a good thing, I think, to remind ourselves of, because we, we often tend to notice the stuff that doesn't feel good that we don't like, then maybe a bit more at times. Not always. And we're, and we're all different, of course. Some of us are much more attuned to what's pleasant and we like and going for that. Some of us are much more attuned to unpleasant what we don't like and responsive to that. Some of us are much more sort of not noticing or in that realm of deludedness. And so not to necessarily make it a project to notice this feeling tone, but it may present itself and uh, certainly with challenging experiences in our meditation, what, what are the things, usually the things we find that we struggle with the most tend to be difficult feelings in the body. And discomfort grows as we sit. And difficult uh, unpleasant feelings in the mind and heart, in the mental world, in the emotional world. Those are the things, you know, of course we struggle maybe with mind wandering off, won't stay where we want it to stay, sleepiness, restless energy, these kinds of things. But if we look at these experiences, we may become aware that, that there's this uh, pleasant or unpleasant, or even sometimes we might notice neutral feeling tones in these experiences. And sometimes that's helpful to turn towards that because it brings a level of understanding. Oh, okay. It's conditioning these reactions, responses in the heart and the mind from this. So just to uh, point this out as an aspect of what we might notice as we go through the day.
resting in the simplicity of the body sitting. It's a place to begin just feeling the bodily life. bring the attention to the experience of body sitting, how do we know that? We may have an image of of our body. It's an image in the mind, but our experience of body sitting is this field of changing sensations, isn't it? Hardness, softness, rough, smooth, warmth, coolness, tension, tightness, movement, vibration. This flow of sensations, points of touching. bodily life. Nature, just nature manifesting in this way. Internally, externally, it's just nature. Check for any mood or emotion that may be present in the mind in the heart. Connecting with your anchor, if there is one, body, breath, experience of hearing, something else that serves as a place to begin, a place to reconnect, a place to bring some stability to the attention, to ground the attention to rest the awareness, point of departure. Bringing a quality of receptive, soft readiness to the attention whatever comes in the body, in the mind. Trusting awareness to be able to hold that just as it is. Sounds arise, they're known. Thoughts that may come in response to that experience of hearing. Perception naming the sound. 
one's body and mind doing their thing naturally. And we can show up for that. This direct knowing of experience, knowing of a life. This knowing of the nature of things. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.